0: Welcome to the Inner Glow Podcast. My name is Stepanka and I am a clinical hypnotherapist and your empowerment coach. Each episode is designed to help you feel empowered, confident and to help you create the life of your dreams. I help women to overcome their fears, worries, insecurities and anxiety so that they no longer feel like their life is on hold. I believe that It is time for you to step back into your power. I combine hypnotherapy, spiritual mindset principles with the energetics, which I believe is the perfect blend for a modern day woman. Are you ready to shift your life to the next level? If yes, then you are in the right place. Let's get into it. Hello beautiful souls, how are you? It is Stepanka here and I am so excited about today's podcast episode. Today we will be looking at how you can feel more energized and to get more done in your day in a very aligned way. So I will be sharing with you my three favorite tips for tapping into your unlimited energy source. First of all, I just have to warn you that it might get a little noisy throughout this episode, just because next week all the shops can open again in the UK and all the little shops on my street and in the harbour where we live are getting ready and it is really noisy. So this is my fourth attempt trying to record this podcast episode. So I'm just giving you a little warning, but to be honest, I don't want to put it off. I really want to record it and ideally publish it and share it with all of you today. So let's dive into it because I feel that this is such a huge and important topic because so many of us, we feel like we are busy, we are you know, in this crazy cycle of constantly doing this, that. And we have these never-ending to-do lists. And yes, it can feel exhausting. It can feel like at the end of the day, you end up feeling depleted, feeling like you haven't achieved enough, and perhaps having no or very little energy. So I want to share with you, literally these are like personal tips, things that helped me. Um, It's not like I've taken them from a book on productivity or anything. These are literally just my observations because I'm gonna share with you a little bit of my own story and why actually feeling energized has been a huge topic for myself. So when I was about, well somewhere between like 16 and 18, I was studying at my local grammar school and I There was just one point when I started feeling really tired and I felt like I couldn't really get much done and I wouldn't want to get up in the morning and go to school and just everything felt so difficult. And my granddad, he's a doctor, so I went to see him to his surgery and he did a couple of tests. Actually, he found out that I was incredibly anemic, but like really bad anemia. So that explained a lot because I struggled so much. Like moving was difficult. I would be falling asleep in the afternoon. And my parents knew as well. So I think together we decided that I should really go and see my granddad and get a couple of tests done. So obviously I knew that I was missing uh, iron. So I started taking some supplements. I, I even remember my parents bought this medical wine. <laughs> and I was drinking this medical wine in the evening, like a little tiny glass. And I was just eating lots of greens. And by the way, this is, you know, this is not a podcast that gives you medical advice or anything like this. I am not a doctor. These are just my tips. And they should never re- replace your doctor's advice. So if you are experiencing any health problems, please, you know, see your doctor. So because I was going through this crazy period when I really struggled to do anything, I created this story for myself that it's hard, you know, and I get exhausted very quickly. So even though this was probably going for maybe between two to one year, I don't know how long it really took me to overcome it, to actually recognize what was wrong with me and then to fix it. But... I feel like it stuck with me for a long time. I had this story created for myself that, you know, I I get tired very easily, I need to sleep a lot of hours, and I never feel energized. Yet, in my early 20s, I started studying at university in England and because I was in a different environment, I was working full-time, studying full-time, supporting myself, being completely independent. I became a get-it-done person. I became a high achiever and I got used to getting up really early and there was a lot going on. I'm really proud of myself and all that I achieved during that period because it was a lot going on. But I totally shifted my mindset and I became like a highly motivated person and I used to feel energized. At the same time, during this period when I was like doing loads, my life was just incredibly full on. Like the first year at university, I was working four days per week, so almost full-time, and I was at university the remaining three days per week. So there are weeks and months when I had no days off, like no freaking days off, and that gets exhausting. So this period of my life taught me a lot as well. So I will be using tips and tricks from what I've learned in that first year at university. However, back then I was still figuring things out, because even though I was a high achiever and I got so much done in a day, I was ignoring my body. I was ignoring the natural signals of my body again, so it wasn't sustainable long term. I would end up having flus, problematic periods again. I would get cold so often, just because my body needed to stop me somehow. My body would give me a flu or a cold, so I would slow down and I would take a little break. And then I would have a week at home, for example. And my body would just need to refuel and replenish. So, but then, all of these lessons, all these different periods in my life taught me so much and I have learned something really vital. I learned that definitely my mindset was incredibly important, but it is also important how we feel and how we look after our bodies. So I have created like three tips or three steps for tapping into your unlimited energy source in an aligned way. And the first tip is really a mindset tip. It is about programming your mind to feel energized. And I encourage you to check in with your beliefs about yourself and about things you do on a daily basis. Check in with yourself and ask yourself, what story am I telling myself about my life experience? So... After my anemia period in my life, when I was feeling really exhausted, I created a couple of beliefs, such as that working out makes me feel tired, learning makes me feel tired, being around people makes me feel tired. And then also, as I started working as a hypnotherapist a couple of years back, I also took on a couple of beliefs from other practitioners in the field. So let's say I was just qualifying as a hypnotherapist and I would already know people in my life who were doing similar things and a lot of them shared with me, oh, you need to make sure you protect your energy, otherwise client sessions will make you exhausted. Or I had a friend who would always get exhausted after being in a bigger crowd or after, you know, spending time with other people. And again, I took on that belief because I thought, oh yeah, actually, there is something about it that, yeah, maybe I get also exhausted from being with more people. Yes, these are relevant arguments. Absolutely, you could get exhausted from working with clients if you don't look after yourself. But it does not have to be your belief because what you expect is what you will get. Your expectations will come true. So, I was expecting that client sessions would make me feel tired. So, of course, my first clients were making me feel tired. This shifted because I recognized, look, this is a belief I'm holding on to. How can I help other people if I'm just going to be constantly exhausted? So, I shifted it. And it really proved to me That your mindset, your expectations, your beliefs and the stories you are telling yourself matter, incredibly matter. So even if you are holding onto any of those beliefs, do know that you can totally change it. You are one decision away from changing this. So I used to have this story also that when I get home from work, I feel tired and without a desire to do anything. While, yes, we do need to rest and we need to refuel, but again, our bodies have been designed so that we feel good. Our bodies like being active as well. So, for example, physical movement should really make you feel good. So going for a walk actually could be an energizing activity instead of an activity which will leave you feel exhausted or depleted. So there was definitely the gap I saw in myself and in my mindset. And I started changing this. I would create new beliefs, new affirmations that movement, walks, running or yoga, they just make me feel energized. They make me feel so incredibly good. And in the same way, I also recognized that some of the unhelpful beliefs I was holding on to was that resting is not productive. So like I said, it's great to be productive, but we also need to rest and refuel and replenish. And when I would do this, when I would take, let's say, afternoon off, couple of hours off, and I would just be resting and doing things that really light me up, I used to feel guilty because that is not productive or that's at least what I thought. So again, another belief I had to change. So I created a rule, like a mind program for myself, that the universe is always working on my behalf, even when I'm resting, even when I'm sleeping. So actually, I am always productive, even when I'm resting. And there is this huge misconception that actually productivity equals busyness. No, I had to shift this belief around and I am always productive, but part of my productivity is to rest. To feel good, to have fun, to experience pleasure in life, and just you know, feel great in your body. All of it is productive. So, my first step, all that I've just been sharing now, is really for you to reflect on how you are currently thinking about yourself, about your life, about your life experience, and what stories are you saying to yourself? Because what you are saying to yourself is crucial. It speaks to your subconscious mind. And your subconscious mind will say, yes, I'll make this happen, yes, I'll make this happen, yes, I'll make this happen. So become really aware of your internal dialogue, your thoughts, the words you say to yourself about yourself and so on. Some words I have been, for example, avoiding are busy, tired, exhausted, drained out of energy, crazy busy, late and similar words. So, of course, I do say them sometimes, especially now when I'm talking to you guys, when I'm talking to my clients and I need to explain myself. But I hardly ever use, for example, the word exhausted, drained and out of energy when I speak about myself. Because it can be a very disempowering way of talking about myself. And again, my subconscious mind is always listening like yours is always listening. So I would come up with a different way of saying things. So for example, you know, one of the different ways you can express what you need to say is, you can stay, you can still say things such as, I need to relax, I need to recharge my batteries so that I can feel more energized. But that is a lot more empowering than saying I am totally drained, I am out of energy, I am exhausted, because then it becomes your rule. So, I need to relax and recharge my batteries so I can feel more energized. So, by you even using that word energized in it, that's so good. Because you are already saying to your subconscious mind that after you have this break, after you relax, after you recharge your batteries, you will feel energized. And that's such a powerful thing to do. Also create new beliefs, write them down, create affirmations based on those beliefs, work with it, meditate on it, journal on it, and you know, your subconscious mind will accept it. So some of those new beliefs could be such as working out energizes me, sessions with my clients make me feel amazing, working energizes me. Being social energizes me. I love being around people. It just makes me feel so good. And if you will be doing this, your body and your subconscious mind will respond to it. Especially if you are a sensitive soul, which I guess you are, because these are the type of people who are usually drawn to me, drawn to my content, to my podcast. And I know that in the spiritual world, so many of us can be so focused and fixed upon things such as, oh, you know, crowds drain me, I get exhausted after being with people and, you know, it's not good for me to be social and so on. While yes, it defi- it's definitely important for you to have me time, to have quiet time, to have your introvert time, because I am an introvert, but again... If you will be expecting that I'm going to feel rubbish after being with my friends just because I am such a sensitive soul, you know, it will happen. So it is really about making a powerful mindset shift. And this really excites me because your mind is so incredibly powerful. So work with it. So my second tip is stop following the traditional concepts of productivity, time management to be able to work harder. So yes, it's not actually about working harder. This is the mistake I see over and over again. And I have learned this when I was focusing on this high achieving plan in my first year at university and it was taking a toll on my body. So, have you ever felt guilty because you wanted to watch your favorite TV program instead of doing the dishes, for example? Do you ever feel guilty that you are lazy, that you don't get much done? So, yes, definitely. Welcome to the club because I've been there myself. And this is something that I've literally seen in my family growing up because my mom constantly felt guilty for not doing anything. So... She would never have just an evening, afternoon off just for herself ever. She would always find some work to do. It would be in the garden, in our summer house, something. She would, you know, she would be working on this gorgeous garden, planting things, putting statues up, building benches and so on but she would hardly ever just enjoy it. She would always come up with another chore for herself to do. So I observed it as a kid. I was creating these long to-do lists for myself as well and relaxation did not come naturally to me. But if you look around yourself in nature, if you go outside, spend a little bit of time in nature, you will see that flowers don't bloom all year around. And you can see that everything in nature is going through a certain cycle. Even if you live in a part of the world where you don't have full four seasons, you will still see that nature around you is going through a cycle. Everything has got a cycle. And because you are part of nature, it is logical that you too are going through different phases. You are a cyclical being. Not only as a woman, because you have a cycle, but even if you don't have your menstruation cycle anymore, that doesn't matter, because your body is still going through different phases. You are not feeling the same all the time, are you? (laughs) Probably not. (laughs) We have different moods. We feel differently on different days and even your body will crave different foods. For example, this is what I see so often with women who struggle with weight and dieting and they just want to stick to these meal plans. But actually sometimes this meal plan is enough and then the next day it feels like, wow, I'm still hungry, what's wrong with my body? But actually it is normal. Your body is designed to feel differently. It is going through different phases. So this tip is really about learning that you don't have to feel 100% productive and energetic all the time. Yes, there will be days when you will simply feel like you want to do less. Days when you will feel like ordering food instead of cooking. Or that having a cleaning lady will help you. Or maybe that this Tuesday I actually don't feel like doing laundry and I will do it the next day instead and that's fine. So stop beating yourself up for not feeling high vibe all the time. So if you really want to be in alignment, productive and feel energized, you need to have those periods when you allow yourself to rest when you won't be forcing yourself to go into a full bloom. Because there will be periods when you need that winter, so to speak. Because this is what I love about nature. It is constantly teaching us so much about ourselves. There are four seasons out there, spring, summer, autumn, winter. And winter is that resting period, the period when you need to replenish yourself. So imagine That let's say within 30 days, you will go through all four seasons. So it's natural that there will be a week when you will feel like doing a little less. And that's okay. But as long as you work with your mindset as well. And you know that yes, even if I rest, even when I'm sleeping, the universe is working on my behalf. I am always productive. And part of productivity is for me to rest to really unwind. Because if you've ever done gardening, if you know anything about nature, you will know that if you put a seed in the ground for a while, you can't see anything. You can't see anything above the ground, but it doesn't mean that nothing is happening below the ground. There is loads going on in that seed, but you can't see it just yet. Is that important? resting period when it doesn't look like much is going on but actually a lot is going on on the inside. I absolutely love this concept and I really teach it in depth in my six-week experience called Aligned Momentum Accelerator. So at the moment I am on week five with my women in the course and we have been diving into this topic in a lot more depth and I love exploring this and I really trust that it's not about following someone else's blueprint it is really about allowing yourself to be an observer of your own body of your own experience and then things will make a little more sense because your cycle your seasons will be different to someone else's season so just because that you know just because that your friend is in a full bloom right now, going through her summer season, it doesn't mean you have to force yourself to bloom as well. It might mean that you are actually in your winter phase. So remember that productivity and busyness is not the holy grail of worthiness. Making yourself busy and overstretching yourself doesn't make you feel more worthy. This is something we so often unconsciously believe in because our society seems to run this way. This is what often happens that we feel that being busier, getting more done makes us feel worthy. But no, you are worthy just the way you are. Even if you don't move all day long, you are still worthy. You are still amazing. So my third and my last tip for you today is to really have an aligned and result in mind. So this is something that helped me big time in my first year of studying events management. And this was the year when I was working four days and I was three days studying. And I I was thinking about that year and I was wondering what kept me going, you know, it was so crazy, so insane, I don't know whether I would be able to do it again, but what was it that kept me going on those days when I was feeling like I don't want to do anything, but I still moved on and I worked at night, I was studying and, you know, I worked in a hotel as a receptionist and my shifts were irregular as well. I had, I had evening shifts, I had morning shifts, sometimes like midday shifts, so my life was very irregular and I still managed to get through it, like I shared at the beginning. It wasn't the perfect year. I was getting colds, I was getting flus and there were moments where when my own body was forcing me to slow down, but still I am so proud of what I achieved and that I stayed so motivated. And one of the reasons definitely was that I was so incredibly clear on the end result. I knew what was my why, why I was doing it. And I did spend some time getting really clear on What my top values were during this first year. And one of the values back then, my values are different now, was my education. It was money as well because I needed money to support myself, to get through this first year. So I also cared a lot about my future job. So it was one of my top values as well. And another value of mine was to be and to feel in a momentum. Like I was constantly moving forward. And I wanted to just feel like I was contributing to my future every single day. Let me give you some steps of how you can do this yourself and how you can really have a clear and aligned vision so that you will stay energized, you will feel motivated, and you will get on with your work. First of all, I was really clear on my vision. I knew my end result, I knew what it looked like, I knew that it was graduation, it was about getting promoted at work, it was about eventually finding finding a job which would be more aligned with me. Obviously my reception job back then, yeah, it was great to get me going while I was a student, but I knew this is not what I wanted after I finished the course. So second of all, It was aligned with my inner being, with myself. It was my dream. It was not anything I was doing to please anyone else. To get that degree, to get through those years, it was my own ambition. Because previously, I had studied at a different university. And I was studying just to please my parents. It wasn't really anything I chose for myself. I was—I just felt like, yeah, it was my responsibility. With this course, with the events management course and with my job and everything, it was my own choice. So it's really important to know that you are not doing anything just because you think you should. you You feel like someone else is expecting this from you. With me, I knew this was something I chose for myself and I was willing to work for it. The thing is, if you are trying to please someone, if this is not really your vision, if this is not aligned with who you are and with what you truly desire, you will end up self-sabotaging your efforts. You will end up self-sabotaging yourself and you will end up procrastinating. You will have poor time management skills. You won't be productive at all. So are you doing things from a place of love, desire, passion or from a place of fear? Are you baking, for example, this cake at home? Just because you worry about what people will say or think of you? Or are you really enjoying baking this cake? So this is just a small example, but I think you might be getting the point. There is a big difference between the different intentions and energies behind everything you do. Yes, of course, my life goal, my life purpose totally changed. You know, I am no longer doing events management, I am a clinical hypnotherapist, but this was part of my journey. This was a really important part of what got me to where I am right now. But back then, it was my calling. It was what I felt was really and incredibly important. So it was aligned with who I was back then. So my third little tip about having a clear vision and knowing your why was to choose a vision that gets you excited. Again, it's very similar. It needs to be something that feels like a hell yes fuck yes, if you want. It needs to be like, wow, yes, I'm doing it because I can't wait to get there. It just makes me feel so excited. Your vision needs to be compelling. So you need to get clear on this vision, know your why, because it needs to be really juicy. So that when a fear comes up, when procrastination kicks in, This juicy vision, those reasons why you're doing what you're doing, need to be stronger than small voice inside of you that will tell you to give up. And this can be really applied even to your everyday life, such such as visioning, how lovely you will feel once your house is tidy, knowing why you're doing what you're doing, and making it feel juicy, making it compelling. So if there is a fear that will come up and try to take over, you will remember why you started in the first place. So ladies, let me know how this resonated with you. This was a bit of a spontaneous podcast episode, but I thought it is really important. And I would, sorry, I would love to know your takeaways. I would love to know how you feeling about your vision, what is it that you are currently working on and whether you also have some other tips of how you can stay energized, and how you can get more done in your day. Also, ladies, because I did mention my six-week program, Aligned Momentum Accelerator, if it sounds like something you would benefit from, because this program is so epic, I love um, teaching and taking my women through all the six modules in the program, and basically what I shared with you today in this podcast episode, we go in so much more depth into these type of things. We combine the sacred feminine and the sacred masculine when it comes to your visions, to fulfilling your dreams and to really feel energized and aligned in your everyday life. So if this gets you interested, if you would like to know more, please reach out to me because I am slowly putting together like a waitlist for the next round. I'm not sure when exactly it's going to be just because I am still, you know, in the middle of doing this current round, but I know that definitely I will be running this program again in the future just because the women are loving it, have great results. And I absolutely love it. I'm just so excited about every single thing I share in there. So definitely reach out to me. I will put you on the wait list. Uh, No strings attached so that you will be the first person to know once I open it. So have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening. If you love this episode, please feel free to leave me a five-star iTunes review. Share it on your Instagram stories or recommend this podcast to your friends. For more high vibes, live trainings, well-being tips and loads of fun, come and join me in my Facebook group called Empowered Women, Shine Bright and Be Yourself. You can find a link in my bio. You can also follow me on Instagram at stepanka underscore For more information, go to the show notes. Loads of love.